Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of the BTE Behind the Edge podcast today. We'll be talking about knives, makers, experiences, etc. Vex won't be here today as it's his dad's birthday, so wish Pappy Vex a happy birthday, fellas. And shout out to our patron, Jim, for today's topic. Uh, I'm joined with my co-host, Jank, I mean Jake, for today's episode. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, me, me, and uh, me and Key here are gonna do a great, great job without without Veeks, and without uh, we'll Veeks, see what we can do. Yeah, well, we'll be all right. Um, so the last time we did a duo episode like this, we lost the entire episode to the void. But hopefully Not gonna that do won't that happen this time. today. This yeah. one's gonna get through, you guys. <laughs> we've got a we've got a post-it note on on Jake's <laughs> table. Um, hopefully, we're looking at getting a couple of new guests uh, coming up. We yep, apologize yep. for the what's it called the we apologize for the lack of episode last week because we were all kind of busy. I got an apprenticeship with a woodworking guy, and uh, I'm waiting on some knife stuff to come in. So that I can continue making stuff. Uh, most of my stuff is ready, and hopefully, I'm gonna be able to turn some positive income in the next couple weeks. So that's thoughts it from my side. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Send pray Pepe's in chat. Um, that's it for my end uh, of housekeeping. I don't know if Jake has anything he wants to talk about for housekeeping because uh, today the we just kind of only woke up. thing I want to bring up is um, we did get an email. Um, if you want to talk about that real quick before we jump into the, yeah. the Gary's, um, it if you want to, we can go ahead and do it, or it kind of leads a bit into the main topic. If you want to hold it till after the news, it's completely up to you. Uh, we could we could go with um, we could just talk about it right now, just a okay. quick one. Uh, this is by our again by our patron Jim uh, for suggesting today's main topic. So this will shout kind of lead Jim. into it. Yeah, shout out to Jim. Uh oh! I'll read it. All right, sick. Uh, I, I thought okay. you were going to, but yeah, I uh, thought <laughs> I thought Jake was going to. No, I'll, oh, I'll no, read the it. chaos. Yeah, so yeah. Go the, ahead. The email um, from Jim. Um, he said, "Hi guys, if you could get on the books of one maker, who would it be, and what would you get, model and detail?" So I'm guessing he wants to know whose books we'd get on, what model we would get, and what kind of build we would go for. Um, why don't you go ahead and go first? Um, I right, sick. So if we're talking about infinite money, right? Uh, oh I'd yeah, go yeah, with a, yeah. Boss, a Michael well. Raymond. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just go. You know, go big or go home, right? Um, Michael Raymond, or I don't know, some other like absolute beast of a man. Uh, who who takes? I don't know. Very good custom completely like custom orders maybe andre thorburn is up there as well that one's more in the realm of possibility um or maybe so if it was a michael raymond it'll probably be like i don't know like a starlet or something like that because uh that shit looks clean uh and plus it's like one of the original integrals that would be pretty cool uh if it was somewhere in the realm of possibility it would be <laughs> a custom thorburn for me or a jdvd because if i save long enough i i could possibly get one um yeah with they, like they do come up specs. they they do um if it was a jdvd i'd get possibly either a gold or a silver i'd go silver all day long man i yeah, love the silver, way the silver looks, looks clean 
It's just too expensive for me. Yeah, it's just, again, it's just slightly out of that realm of possibility for now. But yeah, uh, hopefully when I'm more like financially stable, um, one day, one one day, one of those things will happen. Uh, And so the specs would probably be like, I don't know, like hand satin RWL 34 or like Damasteel, Damasteel with, uh, I don't know, like Makume or some kind of lightning strike carbon fiber. And yeah, that'll be, that'll probably be my kind of my kind of thing. If it was a Thorburn, I have no idea what what goes on in <laughs> Thorburn land. I just know like all his designs look good, and they're all good flippers. So yeah, um, this is why we really need Vexon because he's like the dude. The he's king so of bougie with his with his customs. Yeah, it's wild. Like he knows everything <laughs> about <laughs> about like every person in South Africa. Basically, um, I, th- I think he keeps like a running. Like a diary of all the South African makers. <laughs> Again, he is partially South African if you trace his ancestry deep enough. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What would you? Whose books would you carry? Okay, uh, so I'm get like. I'm not gonna do like a, a, a something that I could because honestly, if it's something in the realm of possibility, if it's someone I can get accustomed from, like yeah. if I wanted it bad enough, I would save up and, and get one. Um, but if I could pick anything, no limit of money, I would get a Peter Recenti custom Pison. Um, probably, probably just regular titanium, uh, handle with like, uh, uh, black time Ascus pivot collar and clip Ooh. and a damn steel blade. Um, yeah, Damasteel's um, Damasteel's fancy. I don't, I don't make it shit. too over the top, but like I want it to pop a little bit because <laughs> I I know for sure that one I couldn't. There, there's no way I was I would get on his books. Um, two, I <laughs> I damn sure couldn't afford the knife. Um, even if I did get him to make it, yeah. but I, I would love a custom Python. Um, I feel like it's kind of the same for me. If I were to go, if I were to get. Uh, like a just wildly crazy Recenti would probably be uh, Nirvana with yeah. like a a really thin full flat grind and a, a better deep carry clip uh, and also one of the materials that kind of interests me a bit is a uh, like wait I'll send a photo in um, is the uh, CTS XHP Sanmai Core this looks pretty sick Oh hold oh, on, God. you might make me swap what I was gonna do if if this is I'm gonna have to Wait, save. hold up. I gotta save the image because Ah oh, God. Why does the internet need to work like this? There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Something about send my XHP cord you know what? for me. I, I I would do that with the black time askus because I think it would kinda the the dark I think it would balance would, that. Would look pretty yeah. good with uh with the Zerk. Yeah, I might yeah. do something like that. That and I, I'm always really, really paranoid whenever I get like Damasteel knives. I never use them. I never keep them because I don't <laughs> want. I don't want to screw the way screw it up too bad. This at least has like a plain cutting area for like a little bit, so I could do like shallow yeah. cuts without worrying about really, really messing yeah. it up. Yeah, Sanmai, that's hot. Sand my cladding is cool. That shit's Ugh. um, 
it's pretty cool shout out to chat nichols for uh making some cool stuff but uh i've actually got some sanmai coming along but it's just 1095 so uh hopefully i'm gonna do some cool stuff with that because uh my boss wants to do a, a collab kitchen knife so it's gonna be it's gonna be 1095 sanmai uh kitchen knife at like 63 hrc hopefully don't put so, it in the dishwasher do not put it in the dishwasher <laughs> but the sand my the sand my should help because there's only going to be like that little bit of cutting edge that's yeah that's probably going to rust yeah, yeah the, and the rest is just going to be stainless um cladding yeah um so hopefully we get something cool out of it i feel like 1095 uh, would perform pretty well on a kitchen knife if it weren't for the corrosion factor the corrosion yeah and where i live it's just if you if you look at something wrong it's it's going to start rusting uh, and that brings us to today's Gary's. Um, Jake, you go ahead first and talk about your, your fancy trait that you did. Because no, no, I don't no, no. Know so I have um, a JRP fixed blade. There's not a name for it, and I don't know what steel it's in because he doesn't remember <laughs> either. But oh, no. it's a really tiny little fixed blade. Um, if you go on my Instagram, uh, Jake's underscore underscore take, you can see it there. Um, plug. Yeah. Follow me. <laughs> Give me money. No, um, it's it's a really really small fixed blade, and I've been kind of getting into them more. Um, my wife got me an Ansler Hurricane for Christmas, and I, it's really easy to carry, um, in the pocket, which is the only way I ever ever carry a fixed blade. And this one's kind of the same. Um, I really really like carrying it. I ended up trading um someone on the Discord um some no longer used gun accessories for for this. And I really like it. I thought I was maybe going to get it in, like kind of look at it and go, eh, it's not for me. I'm going to sell it. But I, I think it might stick around. Um, it, it works really well. It's a little thick, like the scales, but it's so small it doesn't really matter. I don't know. I like it's it a lot, a, though. It's a good looking knife. It's Holy shit. Wait, I just realized how tiny it looks in your hands. Oh, it's, it's, let me, let me get an overall length for you, real quick here. Um,. <laughs> have you it's okay there's gonna be a bit of an inside joke but i don't know if you guys have seen that photo of um one of our friends x car uh <laughs> grabbing a, a can of uh what was it called like of pepsi or like yeah. he was grabbing a, a can and he could like fucking palm that shit <laughs> yeah so this <laughs> when one you said this is five and a quarter overall quarter. okay that's that's kind of similar to okay <laughs> all right sick that's that's a that's a good size yeah it's um, not bad it looks, um it looks I, good. I i think x car could probably get a, a, a one finger grip on it a one finger grip <laughs> it could probably uh it could probably pinch it <laughs> maybe um <laughs> and what, what have you got today um thank you for asking i've got I'm dual wielding typhoons, and ever since uh, I got these in the mail, which was last week, late last week, so Friday, uh, it hasn't stopped raining. So I actually brought a real typhoon to Singapore. <laughs> um, it's all we, your fault. Yeah. So I'm carrying two sharp by design typhoons. Uh, here's the catch, though. One's a custom slab typhoon, which was an older model made by Brian Nadeau. And the other is a Evo Typhoon. And they were both sent to me courtesy of our boy Frogger, uh, one of the close Oceania friends that I keep very, very close to my heart. And so in exchange 
for the trade, I'm gonna send him a Sheepers built Luca, a custom fixie I made for him, and I'm gonna send him his Evo Typhoon back. And so I'm aiming to get that out on Tuesday, which would be tomorrow for me. Um, gonna have to wrap everything by today. And I really, really enjoy both of these Typhoons. Like you wouldn't believe they're the same knife, honestly. Um, they're both very, very different. The Evo is kind of more like, I don't know if you can pick this up, but but listen, okay, guess which one's the Evo and guess which one's the, the slab. Okay, I'm ready. That's it. <laughs> that, that was the whole audio clip. I, I didn't um, hear anything. Oh. <laughs> okay, I heard that. Did was you hear there a second one? No, I didn't hear the second one. Do it again. Oh god damn it. Okay. That's the the first one. The first one, um, I think that is the production. I think the second one's custom. Oh yeah, you're hundred percent right. The <laughs> the production has got that little bit of like um what's it called? It has a bit more snap, I guess. Like it's it's way louder in acoustics. I think the only reason um, I knew that's because I had one of those <laughs> briefly. Uh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, Ria does their, well, at least for the OEM work, I guess. Um, they yeah. do their, uh, they do their detents really, really nice. Oh yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they're they're really snappy. The acoustics are a bit loud though, so, um, it's one of those things that like you, I don't know, like I guess people would be and especially the blade shape because um the one on the evo typhoon is a is a bowie and the size uh, it's and the size yeah i guess <laughs> but i don't know like 3.5 inches to me is, is yeah like, i think to knife people it's not a it's not a huge thing. yeah i think to most people though it's like oh my exactly. god exactly they they think this is like a full size Bowie or something. Yeah, like he's that I have in my me. pocket. Like I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> You're not um, worth so the blade shape. Knife. Yeah, it doesn't make for a very like, I don't know, like peop like regular people carry. Uh, yeah. Friendly. Um, but but so the acoustics are really loud. Uh, blade shape's really aggressive. It's it's cool, but I just don't know if it's like people friendly cool. Like I'd keep it if I could. It's uh really nice. Uh, but the $600 custom, <laughs> uh, the one with the duller acoustics, actually, um, detents a bit softer. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a bit more muffled when, uh, it clicks into place, but it's really, really pretty. The, the green is like just absolutely beautiful. I need a picture of this at some point. I've handled a custom typhoon before. Um, but the whole thing, not exaggerating, the whole fucking knife, like blade scales, yep. everything was acid washed, and I hated it. It belonged oh, to uh, to sheep, I think. Um, oh, it was not, <laughs> it was not good. It put me off of like I was like I don't want to try this production, and then the production was really good. I think it was just that one whoever ordered it was just weird. Oh God, I can't. <laughs> That's I don't know. Acid washing shit is gross. Um, I don't like the way it feels at all. Like, I hate it. Oh, that's really, really pretty. Yeah, exactly. That's what... Okay, so... That's, like, the same my, shade as, like, my Arius. It's, that's gorgeous. Yeah. 
So it has a really nice like teal anno and the backspacer is a nice purple. And so if it ever gets a bit, like even just a bit dull, like if you wipe it down with a uh, Windex or rubbing alcohol, it just mm. pops right out. Um, and this is after blade like, shape too. Is that a little bit of poon there? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh. There's a, it goes down into a, a bit of a swoop and then there's a nice swedge at the top for, uh, for some poon. It's, it's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, I like that. Ergonomically it fits well. It's a it's a really cool one, Mini Typhoon. Um, can't believe this is the same size as uh, my Hinderer three inch XM eighteen, but that's I don't know. It's, I don't know. It just kind of surprises me. It's the same size. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this is one of those things that like people are more likely to appreciate the handle while it's closed than realize it's a it's a knife yeah just solely because of the way it looks and the way it is but uh yeah i think even despite it being the same model as the like evo typhoon i think it looks yeah. a lot a lot less threatening um i'm not sure if it's the color 100%. or like the the holes in the i don't know but it yeah it, it just seems a lot less daunting than a something evo about something about like pretty anode colors on handles like make people kind of kind of realize a, a bit more like oh okay it's like a fashion art piece whatever like I, i'm gonna cut like actual stuff with it like sparingly because i don't want to get blood on my green anno that was <laughs> and so people are gonna be like oh okay that makes a bit more sense yeah but yeah that's i it's just a thing with knife people i guess and so i'm gonna send frog his typhoon back I'm a bit upset about it, but I've got a micro typhoon coming in. Uh, hopefully, somewhere in June. So, which uh, which inlays did you get? Did you get any inlays in yours? Uh, marble CF mm, and okay. a Bowie, if I'm not wrong. Nice. Uh, either Bowie or yeah, Bowie. It was Bowie, uh, and the alternative was the Harpoon Tanto. Um, this was during the Black Friday sale. Mm, so okay. yeah it was a pretty good deal i'm gonna wait for my my payment uh and i'm gonna put some money aside hopefully in june but uh last time this happened apparently there was a, a bit of a delay so there was yeah. on the evo typhoons for sure it was <laughs> way way after he had told us they were gonna be yeah that's a but that's it, a whole different not thing. necessarily blaming him but yeah it was it was a bit longer wait than was advertised yep for sure but hopefully uh, Riot gets their stuff settled because uh, yep. coronavirus isn't getting easier for anyone. And hopefully like vaccines and all that roll out. Speaking of which, stay safe, homies. All the people listening. Uh, hope and go you guys get vaccinated well and healthy. if you haven't already. Go get vaccinated, please. Uh, we're not going to infect you with 5G. We're all right. Um, yeah, okay, anyways... <laughs> The, Good segue. I'm not gonna into, get into this, but I, I that 5G thing just pisses me off. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and go over to the uh, little bit of news that we have. Uh, mostly budget knives, looks like. Yep. Um, we've got quite an assortment today, and then before we hit the main topic, so we're just gonna clear out some of this news. Um, Jake can talk about the first one, the CRKT released stylus. Yeah, um, Ken Onion design, which this doesn't really look like a Ken Onion to me uh, because it looks decent, but just me. Um, it's interesting for a, for a CRKT. It looks like it's going to be a really nice kind of thin uh, 
you know, slim pocket carry. It's a 3.18 inch blade. Best part, 12C27 um, Sandvik steel. So I'm excited about that. And it has these, I'm not sure if it's my monitor. Are, are those pink aluminum scales? Like a salmon uh, pink? Yeah. It's, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I might buy this. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it looks nice. I, but I, I, I know CRKT, they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck it up somehow. Hold up. Wait, wait, hold up. Uh, can you, like, blow up the image of the... the Blow up the image of the the blade fully open? Uh, which is one? Is it just me or is there... Uh, the first one, the one with uh, the non-clip side. Okay. Oh, oh just wait, where it's just... Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Okay. Um, do you see the little bit of swedge and how there's, like, a little bit of dullness at the, the top of the, the blade grind? And also, something's just up with the bevel. Like it's, yeah. I didn't. I don't like that you made me zoom into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of. It also looks like there's a little bit of recurve. Um, yeah, I was just about to point that. Um, out. It looks like there's just a tiny bit. Of, wait, okay, wait. You want to see something even worse? Okay, open up the second image. Okay. Uh, the one where it's uh, clip side. Right. And look at the heel. I knew it. That's the first thing I fucking looked. Okay, so on the first image, you can see it a little, like a little bit. It's kind of there. Oh, no. The second one, the... it's it's gone. There's there's just so I I like twelve C twenty seven, but you're gonna have to sharpen it a, a fair bit, and that's gonna become a an issue if you don't fix it like out of the box. That's gonna get bad. Uh, Sandvik steel is one of those steels that like would benefit a lot from a a cryo, but. I, oh, I, I guarantee, I guarantee fuck. fucking to you, CRKT did not. Yeah, CRKT ain't doing no cryo. Um, yeah, no. But okay, so on the handle side, this looks very, uh, like gentlemanly, I guess. Like if you, it looks kind of, oh, what is this pattern? It kind of looks like a fish, honestly. Like I guess a, like a fish bones. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a like a herringbone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Herringbone yeah. pattern. And the, the silhouette overall is like a slightly wider CEO with a flipper tab. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'd agree with that. But it looks, I don't know, just to me it looks a bit small for, for my needs. It's very slim. Um, I don't like that recurve because once you zoom in, like that yeah, recurve gets way worse. Pretty, I, I would, pretty apparent. It, if you were looking at one of these, I would go buy it in person if possible. Um, that way you can try out each one they have there at the store until you find one that's as not fucked up as possible <laughs> because it's going to be bad. It's also super light. It's, it's only 2.1 ounces. So, you know, yeah, it, it's, you're, yeah, you're not going to notice it at all, but it's probably not going to be a super great knife. Um, and it's, wait, it's assisted. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's assisted. Fuck. It has assisted God IKBS. It is assisted IKBS. Everything I just said about wanting that knife is incorrect. That's bullshit. That makes me so mad. Why would you put IKBS ball bearings in a fucking assist? Why would you assist a $70 knife? Speed. (laughs) CRKD can fuck themselves. I'm so tired of that shit. (laughs) 
this is this is great because this is the first thing that Jake put on. Put I'm on bitter. The, I was the, so the excited about. Yeah, this. and he he genuinely wanted one, and now now it's all it's all. Do you gone. know how hard it is to find a fucking it. paint knife in production? You don't, and and then they have to go and and ruin. You it. reckon? You reckon you could just buy this anyways and then de-assist it? Also, I, I don't trust them to have an action good enough for me to open it. Also, I don't know if it's just me, but um, can you open up the the third image real quick? Yeah, let me. Uh... Uh, so for our listeners, uh, if you guys want to follow along, we've got a little follow along um, follow along section of our Discord for patrons. So if you guys want to do donations or whatever, feel free can, to. Yep, you can um, see exactly what we're looking at as we look at it. Yeah. Or you could just Google whatever we're talking about. In this case, the CRKT stylus. Um, okay, wait, Jake. Do you have the third the third photo pulled up? I do. Okay, I want you to look really closely at every Don't. single one of the screws. Oh, okay. I didn't think it's. I thought you were talking about the uh, the missing coating on the lanyard hole. Um, okay. Nah, nah. Okay. Hold on. Just look at the pocket clip. Yes, I. You see how one of the screws is just um, a, like the screws are tilted, and there's. It a... looks like the the rightmost one's going a little to the right. Or yeah, like it looks like the, the left of the knife. I guess and it looks like the left one is going a bit too far to the left, <laughs> where there's like just that little bit of gap. There's a gap. Yeah, there's a gap. It looks like it's um. Like a fucking chameleon. <laughs> yeah. They're it both. looks like its eyes are going two separate directions. Hey, at yeah. least the scale screws are in the right place. Uh, look at the pivot real quick. I don't know if that's just reflection, but I think it's it's a mild bit dented. Are you talking about on the uh, counter towards the left-hand side? Ah, uh, like yeah. The, 8 o'clock? The, the cl- yeah, the clip side, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... I'm really hoping that's reflection, <laughs> but yeah, see what yeah, we're okay. talking about. CRKT, shout out to CRKT. You've done it once again. Um, again, great concept. Kind of sad about the um, the <laughs> the execution, but uh, anyways, assisted opening means the flipper deploys the blade fast. Smooth opening, IKBS means it's smooth. Is that really what it says? Yeah, yeah, it does. They're put, like, right on top of each other. Uh, Assisted opening means flipper deploys the blade fast. Smooth opening. IKBS, ball bearing pivot, deploys the blade smooth. I don't like the way it's phrased. Deploys the blade smooth. That sounds off. It sounds strange. It's like they're aliens trying to speak knife language. Yeah, yeah. Deploys blade smooth. Smooth and fast. That's all you need. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, moving on to something that's not the CRKT stylus. I will let you um, talk about this one because I don't know shit about okay. this world. I Okay, so Boker uh, has now partnered with a Texas-based automatic knife company called Cobra Tech. Dun, dun, for... dun. If you've ever been in a gun store, you know who Cobra Tech is. Yeah, uh, Cobra Tech's like known for their their crazy autos and whatever, and uh, occasionally ripoffs of um, <laughs> Microtech. Uh, we won't get into that, but there's actually um, uh, quick uh, quick side note. 
There's a gun store near me that sells a custom, I guess this is Cerakote, Cobra Tech that has Trump 2020 on the handle. Uh, Fuck the, yeah. <laughs> back to the ball- the ballad song. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well, now you know where Cobra Tech stands. Um, I don't trust that to be Cerakote at all. I'm just going to put it out there. Oh, no, it's, it's, anyway. it's probably fucking spray paint. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> uh so they're calling this the tactical line and they're g10 handles on a they're g10 handles on a d2 blade uh this <laughs> let me just read what the image says out loud the g10 model has classic big bally energy <laughs> what, what does that fuck? mean <laughs> The G10 model has class has big classic Bally energy. I don't like that. I don't like the phrasing of that. But okay, so it's it's D2, right? Um, Boker the original D2. ones had 440C. Yeah, Boker D2 as well. Uh, Boker Plus. Um, D2 has now become more prevalent in the expensive imprint. Uh, yeah, so. Boker's making another battle song, but this time it's like with uh, with Cobra Tech, and I just want to point out that there are some very strange connections between Cobra Tech and this other company named Ravencrest Tactical. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up some some images real quick so Jake can keep talking about what he knows about autos because I'm not allowed to own autos. Uh, <laughs> um, so if you are in, um the lovely United States of America, the quote-unquote best country in the world, um, we, in some states, are allowed to have automatic knives. If you are looking for an automatic knife, the first company that's going to come to your attention is going to be Microtech. Um, because, it, in my opinion, I've, I've, I've tried, you know, probably about 10 different autos or so now from a few different companies. Microtech, for the price, might be a little overpriced, but that's about the best... Um, Best out the front automatic you're going to get, uh, unless you go up to like a deadlock, which is significantly better, but it's also, I don't know, what is that, like six times the price? Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you look below Microtech, which a lot of people do, because a lot of people are like, I'm not paying $300 for an automatic knife, that's cool. You're going to get a couple of companies. The biggest one is going to be Cobra Tech. Um, you're going to see them at stores. Um, you're going to see them in a lot of gun stores, which I also live in the South, so that could have something to do with it. But they're they're kind of everywhere. They're always in D2. Um, it, you get what you pay for. Um, other than that, you do have Ravencrest Tactical, which I've seen a handful of stores carry. Um, usually like lower I end have stores. A, but I have a conspiracy theory do you? coming along. Yes, I do. Okay. What, what's, um, your, what's your conspiracy theory? Okay. So, so firstly, firstly, okay, hold up. Uh, I just want to introduce you to this beautiful, beautiful out the front, out the back. Um, out the back? Out the back automatic uh, called the Enigma, made by Ravencrest Tactical. Um, I just want you to gaze upon it. So what it is is a automatic uh, karambit. I- I'm uh, looking at this. Okay. How? I mean, it looks shitty. It looks terrible. If we're just being honest, it looks really, really bad. How does the blade come out at an angle like that? Because with an automatic, there's a, a spring that shoots it on a track. 
Is the track curved or? This I don't I don't How fucking know. Fuck? Like springs just kind of spring, I guess. Springs, man. The How spring. do they work? Um, <laughs> the springs just kind of spring. The the blade to handle ratio is also much much worse than normal out the backs, out the front, the back, whatever the hell this is. Fuck yeah, out the back. You know what it looks like? Is, you ever see an insect like deploy its stinger? Like if they have like a retractable yes. stinger, that's exactly yes. what this looks like. I guess that's why it's called the Enigma because you really don't know why on earth you'd buy one of these. <laughs> How much is this it's this like, beautiful artwork? Uh, I think it's around hundred ish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. Okay. So Cobra Tech. Okay. Here. Here. Here's where I start getting like really conspiracy theory on you. Right. Um. So Cobra Tech. Uh. They make D two OTFs. They do. Um. Supposedly, they <laughs> are. They're based in 411 West Morgan Meridian, Texas, 76665. Uh, so they gave they gave you their postal code, right? Yep. And so supposedly they have a, a proper storefront or at least like, you know, like a warehouse or something. I went to the, the address and so it's a retail store and that makes sense. It's a 8,000 square foot retail store. And last time this was updated from loopnet.com, it was a family dollar store. What the fuck? So now, now it's gonna get a bit. Uh, Hold on, did they muddled up? Do they take over a family dollar and open up a knife factory? Maybe it's it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's uh it's right next to <laughs> a Jalisco Mexican all, all restaurant of Tec- bar and all grill. of Texas is the middle of nowhere. All <laughs> I mean, Texas. That's is gonna piss off a lot of people. State. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait. Hold up. Let me see if I can do the the Google Maps thing. Give me one moment. Yeah. It's a. It's still a family dollar store. Um. As far as I know. And across the road, you have Rare Motorsports. Um. If anyone has anything to say about this, feel free to. I don't know, take a look or something. But the last time Google, what am I saying? Google Earth was updated, uh, where I'm like literally facing the family dollar store right now. Um, I don't know. Is this is this real? Is this a fantasy? I don't know. It's just I just see the family dollar. I'm store. getting like some some hints of like Mantis and Quartermaster here. Yeah, a little bit. It's. Unless, unless the dollar store is at the top, but what if it's just a front the for basement. a hidden knife company? Yeah, that's why it's like a dollar, but it's you go in and they just have OTS, like you never walk out ever again. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, I don't know. Cobra Tech makes some weird shit, man. Like the Cerakote collection, it's just a bunch of stuff with like really weird Cerakote on them. Hold on, I gotta got look at this. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get to there. You gotta get... You, you just have to... It's one of those things, like, if anyone's listening, please just go to the Cobra Tech website and just take a look. Uh, take a gander at Cerakote. some of their their beautiful stuff. Um, I kind of like the yellow and black and the orange and black and the blue and black. And God, there's that American flag one. Fuck yeah. Same one of those two. Okay, do they have the Donald Trump one on here? That would be... The Donald Trump one? 
Oh no. Oh, there's like We're a not Tiffany blue that. with graphite black. That'd be cool. I would never. There's one that just that. says Deadpool. That's all. It just says Deadpool on it. Yeah, it's uh, under the FS3 section. There's the Texas flag. If you that seems like a uh, like copyright infringement. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, what? What could it possibly be? The King Cobra and the Queen Cobra kind of look like Microtech. Um, what's the it Dirac. called? Microtech scarabs. Yes. Oh well, yeah, the Derek as well. I don't know, dog. Like, I'm pretty a sure lot of a... these look suspiciously Microtech-ish. I I don't know, dog. Like, I don't. I don't like trust, that like, Deadpool <laughs> one. The F the FS three. It looks literally exactly mace. like an ultra tech. It's the exact like the handle curve is the fucking same. I oh, and some of these look vaguely like uh, what's it called? Um, some of them are a bit. Wait, wait, no, no, <laughs> oh no, wait. Okay, wait, Jake, I'm gonna send you this. This is uh, okay. okay. Tell me what this reminds you of. I'm scared. Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, they didn't even try. They didn't even we, fucking We know try. what this is. This is a heretic. Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know what's going on, uh, <laughs> I opened up the I opened up the the folder page. I didn't know they sold folders. And, I've never seen yeah, one in the stores. Yeah, they sell folders as well, and they're all in D two, obviously, with uh, aluminum handles. But um, this one's called the Folder Black Viper, and it's an I identical copy of uh either one of the heretic folding knives or um one of the marfioni folding knives hold up let me pull up some photos i'll be right back so yeah um something's not going something's wrong here uh i'm gonna just say that i've seen this ex wait Jake, you've seen the exact same yeah, like, it's, profile as well. I don't, right? I, it's not the Heretic. I know the one you're thinking about um, because I've seen it before. I think it's a... Hold on. Oh, my God. This rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper. We're not conspiracy theorists anymore. We have facts to back us up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I've seen I've seen this this Marfion before. Oh, it's Marfion? I believe so. Either that or E... Okay. I think... I'm waiting. Mm, it's not quite. I've seen something closer than this. It's vaguely reminiscent of like the um, the stitch, which is the collab with Borka Blades. Um, I think it's a mix of the stitch and the SoCon. Yeah. I would say it's a bit like the Matrix, actually. Hold on. I don't know, man. Like, and what one of the other ones on this page are is like the on the folder collection looks almost identical to socom and that scares me um uh, but yeah cobra tech very oh, I strange it. i fucking found it i fucking found it i found it motherfucker okay <laughs> well, what is it i i will send it to you now it's the dock the dock all oh, right the uh dead on contact or whatever boom not the exact same but it is really fucking close yeah, I, I, I can see that. I don't like that. <laughs> Take that away, please. It looks it's... a lot more like the... Here, I'll... 
I'll post this one for you. It looks a lot more like the manual one, um, in my opinion. I, but, I, I, yeah. So that that blade shape is pretty damn similar to. Um, yeah, Kerbotech needs to fuck off. I, I'm like ninety percent sure that there's a. Oh, there's there's a knife I know that has the exact same um that has the exact same like carved pattern, the scratch pattern and everything. Oh, it's, in the uh, in the blade? Yeah, 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 from like a legitimate company. Um I don't know, man. Cobratex oh. just really really fucking They're wild. really suspicious. They are really suspicious. Um but yeah, while I continue my endless search for the legendary curved um, curved knife, we're gonna move on to the next topic, uh, which is the Civivi Elementum with the button lock, dun, and dun, only dun, button dun. lock. There's not gonna be any flipper, nothing, just button lock. So Jake, do you want to talk about this one? Sure, because it kind of pisses me off. I think it's a cop out, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, calling him out. Um, so I think this is, I think it's going to be popular, um, especially from people that don't know what the fuck they're buying because the Elementum, in my opinion, replaced the Mass Drop Gent as the like go-to high, quote unquote, high-end normie knife. Um, this one does some stuff better in my opinion than the regular Elementum. I would get this one over that one, but I still don't like that they only have the button lock. So it's not fundamentally the same knife. Um, I think they had to differentiate a little bit. They could sell more units that way. But um, the first thing is it's much bigger. It's about half an inch larger. It's 3.47 inch blade. And the steel is no longer D2, thank God. It's 14C28M, which is an exceptional steel. Um, if Civivi can do uh, a good job with it. Yeah, it's button lock only, which is a little... so. How that's going to work, um, I've, I've had a few knives like this before. Basically, you press the button in, it lets the blade free swing, ideally. You can flick it up and let the button go, and it that's locks in place. flip flop. Yeah. Yeah, you got the flip flop. Um, I'm not a big fan of that, but it's whatever. Some people like it, some people don't. I kind of wish they had just done a thumb stud or a, even a flipper. I don't know. But with it being bigger, well, it's also they already. So. They already have the elementum with the flipper. I guess they were just trying to stand out. Um, this kind of reminds me of like one of the only other button locks that I've tried, and I've been kind of worried about getting in here because this would technically classify as a as a um, it would classify as a gravity knife in certain places. Uh, depending on how strict your law enforcement is, obviously. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, so the other knife that has this exact same uh, mechanism that I really didn't enjoy that much is the Mass Drop Kabuto. Duhara Kabuto. Yeah. That's the one I had, too. Um, um, I, yeah. It, it's, it really fucking, like, it looked like I had a thumb stud in the front flipper and all this other great shit. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was ready for it. Yeah, but... The fact that it's locked until you push the button down is, I don't know, man. It's, it, that, that ain't it, dog. Like, <laughs> I just don't enjoy it. It's, it's just a very but, inefficient way yeah. to open a knife. 
Because if you exactly if you are trying to be low profile with your knife, that's not the way to do it. Like it takes a lot of wrist 100%. movement. Hundred percent. I guess. Hundred percent. Because you have to flick it out, and if yeah. you like, and you have to let go of the button as it opens, so it stops perfectly uh, in a fully open position. If there's like a bit of rebound, and you hold onto the button for too too short or too long, um, you're just gonna get like a a limp. Um, yeah, it's not fun. Like, kind of like a you're gonna get like a limp dick, like detent knife, and it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just not my thing. Um, the bright side, it comes with uh, different colored marble car- carbon fiber, so that's nice. But as for how practical it is, and how, well, fidget factor, it's 100% there, but as for how practical it actually is going to be, that's honestly anyone's guess, and I just kind of don't like the look of it overall. The button looks kind of just plain and It looks like they there. didn't take much time to, I don't know, I feel like they kind of slacked off on it. Like the, This is going to sound kind of picky, but like you said, the button... I think it's way, way too close to the logo. I think they should have moved it down just a little bit. It just kind of looks crowded up there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I get what you're talking about. Wait, can you zoom in real quick on the, the button? <laughs> I keep asking you to zoom in on yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like going full inspector on this. It's like textured. Um, yeah, if you zoom into the button, it looks like the, the drill wasn't really... like It kind of wandered a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like it nicked a few places. Yeah, 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 that's it. Because, um, like, drill bits wander when you're doing um, a lot of drilling and you don't let it, like, do its thing and whatever. But I don't know. Um, we're looking at the Blade HQ version, and it looks like there's there's some issues here and there, but, I mean, $60, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's, I mean, um, for for a knife that large and, and a decent steel, 60 bucks is, that's, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd fuck with that, like, but just... I, I can't vibe with the opening mechanism. That's all for me. It's uh, coming soon. Sixty six dollars. Eh, yeah. Maybe if you're looking for a, for a fidgety like beater knife, might be a way to go. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. So okay, that's it for the elementum. Um, there's two of them on our on our thing, but that's okay. Yeah, um, one was the um the knife news article and the other i just wanted to post the blade hq one so that we had some specs to look at oh yeah fair enough um okay next up we have the kaiser horn a design from the prolific azomai who the hell is, is that it's it's the guy if he's oh this guy he's... it's the guy who designed the beg lighter oh i was like he only has 900 followers is he really all that prolific <laughs> uh well to be fair the definition of prolific is just i make like i design a lot and so to be fair i guess i'm kind of prolific considering how like i just have like 40 cad files <laughs> <laughs> does that does that make me prolific i don't know i can just spam all of yes. the kaiser technically hell yeah <laughs> um but yeah he designed the bag lighter he designed the the fuck is this Oh, that's the horn. Uh, what the, the <laughs> Zhu Gang? The, uh, the Zhu Gang, which was a... Uh, it's a Chinese, like, cleaver style. Um, the Infinity. What's this? The Infinity. Yeah, he designs... Like, yeah, I guess you could say he's pretty... Pro- oh, the... Nah. Okay, yeah. I guess you could say he's pretty prolific then. Because he just, like, kind of 
churns out everything. Um, so that's cool. But anyway, onto the actual thing. We have the horn, which uh, is going to be done in two takes. It's going to be done in the Bladesmith, which is the Thai and S35VN variant, and the Vanguard, which is going to be a N690 and uh, what I assume is either Micarta or G10. It, I so, really hope it's Micarta. Yeah. If it's Micarta, it's fucking cool looking. I don't. It's, I don't know. It, it reminds me of like, um, like orange cream candy, or like. I, yeah, I see that. I see that. Uh, um, it looks. It looks almost Halloweeny, but I. I love the blade shape. I don't know why. <laughs> it's I, ugly as shit. It's but. funny you mentioned Halloween. I was just about to talk about that. It looks almost like candy corn. Yeah, and, that, um, that that may be what Kaiser, I was thinking of. Okay, so Kaiser, um, for those of you guys who didn't know, uh, this is gonna be a bit of a sidetrack away from this but we're gonna talk about this first and then we're gonna talk about um something else which uh just suddenly came to my mind which i tend to do a lot so now given the first time we saw the horn was in its bladesmith incarnation in january 2020 so this is now in the vanguard line uh expected differences between the handles there's gonna be either flipper or blade cutout uh removable may have a removable tab uh revised cutout maybe so a lot of this is still like just kind of beating around the bush a bit yeah um but that's all right i think the removable okay. tab would be a really cool feature with that little opening hole 100 percent. yeah but I, I i don't know like that's part of the line still tre trademark and i don't know if like they're okay with that i if if it does have a removable tab and it is indeed my card i'm gonna buy the hell out of that yeah i'd, I'd buy into that because it'd be like, it's gonna be cheap cool. too on the vanguard so i wouldn't wouldn't mind Picking one up. Yeah, probably, like, regrind it and shit. That would be nice. Okay, so uh, here comes my story because I live in Asia, and um, that means I am immediately uh, in tune with all Asian knife news. That just That's just how it works. So Kaiser used to have this thing called uh, Kaiser Monthly Friday or some shit like that. Yeah, I know I what you're talking if, about. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone, like, is super sure of um what i'm talking about but um they used to do this thing where this was in fuck uh maybe oh shit it was maybe september-ish i think where kershaw was doing their limited runs so they managed to do a yellow leak uh reverse leak random random leak and a bare knuckle in M390. Uh, Kaiser hopped on that train as well and decided to do limited edition knives. Um, and oh, it's called Kaiser Friday Club. There we go. And so the first one they had was a sheepdog with um, with. <laughs> I'm not shitting you when I'm saying this. Uh, it had blue rice resin scales and i sent a photo of this to the knife club discord and i said it doesn't get more chinese than that because it's (laughs) it's straight up just rice and due to shipping shipping issues with covid uh half the orders got out and the other half weren't able to to make it and so they asked everyone to send them an email and then um, they'll see if they can have it redirected, mostly to the U.S. And so from then onwards, um, 
Kaiser Friday Club is only going to be scheduled for those in uh, not in the U.S. because they couldn't get through U.S. customs due to COVID and all that from China uh, and trade restrictions and all that. But um, the newest one, the newest thing on Kaiser Friday, uh, I'm going to send a photo into the... Quick update while you're sending uh, that photo. The horn is indeed my carta. Sick. No removal. Is this the, the bull one? The black yes, neon? it's the yeah, ox. Yeah. Because oh, in the sorry. Chinese calendar, in the Chinese calendar, it's um, the year of the ox. Because um, Zodiac is and all that. Is this the critical? But the funny thing is... Ah, yes, the mini critical with 3V. I did not know there was a mini for... critical. The, I, so I am not a huge fan of the, um, I don't like flipper, <laughs> like just straight flipper knives, but the 3V yeah. and that kind of like, I don't know, I, I don't love the handle, but I kind of like the handle. I don't know. When When is this yeah. dropping? Six, oh, it uh, already dropped. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't get it. Wait. It's gone. Oh, wait, you can get it. Okay, they have a small... They have a small... So, I assume they divide it 50-50 this time um, because the U.S. Uh, yeah. borders kind of opened up a bit. Um, it's sold out. That's okay. It's sold out. Wah, wah. Also, it's 3V, and I don't trust Kaiser to do 3V. I'm sorry. The first time but they did S35V so on Gemini, it fucked up. But 3V the, is the so The first good. time they did S35, it fucked up. <laughs> Bad. And also, oh. I find it really bad to to support him because um, the ox the ox thing clearly only works in February because it's Chinese New Year in February. It's now nineteenth of April, and it's way it's way past my Chinese New Year mood. And so, like, <laughs> fuck him, fuck you, guys. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. It's, Unless you want to send us free knives, past... then don't fuck you. <laughs> Can we get a sponsor, please? Can you send us mini critical? Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just don't know how to feel about this because the way they handle the way they handle their limited drops clearly isn't up to standard with uh like I don't know like Kershaw or something like that. I mean, to be fair, where... um, Kaiser they've really fallen kind of low on the they have like, high end Chinese knife production. Yes, um, 100%. I think Best Tech's way fucking past them now. Uh, who was I having this conversation with? I was having a conversation with, um, I think Xcar and, oh, I can't remember. I think it was Jay maybe, but we were talking about like the tier list of, um, like OEM productions now, because we were talking a bit about how, I think it started with the mini typhoon. We were talking about how Riyadh is like kind of up there with the OEM. And then someone brought up best tech. Uh, Best Tech's like original designs are way below Rayot's. Oh yeah, but the collab work supposedly is like, um, it's about there. I, so I've handled a couple Best Tech um like production like collaborations. Um, specifically mm. the Vero is kind of mediocre. That could just be Vero though. I, I, I mean I'll shit on him every chance I get. Um, oh, I'm kidding. I did piss <laughs> I pissed somebody off though. Um, might have been Mercon. I don't know. Fuck Vera. No, JK, please, please fix my whaler. Um, but yeah, uh, so the I've I've handled the the Vero and I've handled a couple of others, and they're they're getting better. They're 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 getting up there. Yeah, they're they they seem to pick up the ball. Uh, Bestex kind of like uh, borrowing their way into more OEM work, and I can respect that. Um, I can always respect the company for for realizing that they're their own original designs aren't working because sometimes that's just 
how it works you know yeah i hate to be that um, way but i think for i think uh, like kaiser and we should kind of like stick to their their own designs best tech and riot though seem to do the the best with with oem riots you know their original designs are still really really good they're but, very well-rounded i'll say yeah. like their original designs they're usually um they know their audience i would say um like uh with the bushido and the what was the other one that will just got i can't remember uh the bushido and the tribute yeah there we go um and generally they seem to know their audience so I've that's had, also I've like one a really of their um, one of their product their like own designs the epoch it was really good the epoch yes. yeah i had a rayat um what was it horizon d uh, with like blades, uh, so blades we love did an anno on it before the guy sent it to me, and it had like sunburst pattern. It was really cool, but the action was a bit slow, kind of like the typhoon I'm playing with now. But it's not a big deal. It's uh, it's honestly it's really really cool. Um, it's yeah, they just that was early Riot as well and i guess i like how these companies are kind of sorting their way through also i want to say rest in peace kaiser for uh firing your entire old staff and replacing them and then now all the old staff started concept and now concept is like uh up and coming with uh new stuff so yeah by far my my least favorite um least favorite chinese production company which is sad because when i first started getting into knives they were on a fast track to being in a really good place they were. and now they've just um, fucked it all up yeah a hundred percent same because um like i mean okay <laughs> i fucking love this name because I, I call my friends this all the time the kaiser uh sorry the concept gremlin <laughs> uh give me one second i gotta send this to you it's i don't know concept just seems to have a clear a much clearer direction of where they're gonna go considering how they're from the the same well family i guess yeah it's kind of like basically. they were uh yeah uh wait let me send this in like you really can't put this you can't put them up against each other um like look at this like, yeah i love damage steel so, don't they make a larger uh, version of this they do yeah. i thought so i I'm, I'm just not a big fan of just plain flippers like i have to have some sort of thumb or flick opening method i just don't like flipper knives but i loved this design um if you ever get a chance to see these in person they are fucking gorgeous uh especially the so inlays they knocked out listening, of the we're talking about the kaiser gremlin concept gremlin uh oh, sorry the ca- <laughs> yeah you see this is why i i should not be allowed on the podcast i get confused real fast because um uh, again kaiser wishes concept they designed is, this shit yeah concept is technically kaiser's um like bastard son <laughs> <laughs> because all their employees kind of fled to to Cancept, and then now while Cancept that is actually like pumping out some really really interesting, really really cool material um, designs, you have Kaiser who's oh we have an ox in in G10 and uh, please buy it. We have an ox in, in G10 and 3V, which is uh, suspiciously heat treated. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just Cancept's going to be an interesting one to keep your eye out on. Um, I've heard any complaints because... about any of their stuff yet, which is surprising. I've heard really good things, actually. Uh, there was a one on Pass Around, which I obviously couldn't get into because no one wants to ship to Asia. But um, 
yeah i've heard really good things um they're they're really interesting they're a cool new comp well new they're technically the old staff but it's really really interesting what they're putting out yeah um one thing i just want to check is like bte and stuff like that um let me see if i can take a look at the catalog real quick uh it's in pdf form Con uh concept yeah so concepts are a really really interesting uh company that you guys can keep an eye out on because uh you never really know what kind of materials they're going to use um like so some of the old des designers like uh kim ning mikhail williamson jelly jerry that guy's a uh, youtuber um Branton, I don't know who that is. I don't know who this is. Uh, Marshall Nova, Dirk Pinkerton. This is literally the Kaiser Shard uh, with the ox. Yeah. This is wild. But it's called Little Main Street 2015. That's such a <laughs> weird fucking name. Little Main Street. <laughs> All right, sick. Um, the Hakazura by Dirk Pinkerton. This is really pretty. Mu uh, the Mujir, also really pretty. Uh, Dirk Pinkerton makes some good shit. Oh, stop hell. This is, is a bang. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, Justin Lundquist. Um, the Reverie. Uh, it looks like it could rival the Bushido. Holy fuck. Um, and then Nick Swan at the bottom. Yeah, so these are all old Kaiser designers, but um, the, the new CEO decided, well, new-ish, the CEO decided to fire all of them. Uh, and so they kind of branched off, and they were like, they found a refuge Dumb in them. Um, <laughs> the dumb, That's just dumb the stupidest and, shit I've ever heard of in my life. And now you're and now you're selling limited edition rice knife. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the bastard son is like it's pretty interesting. Concept. If you by the off chance are able to hear any of this, please send us some of your stuff. I'd be very interested to try out some of these designs. Yeah, we can um, send it back to you. We don't have to keep it, although I'd like to. But yeah, I would. Yeah. I would love to get a chance to look at some of their stuff. I feel there is a store. Um, somewhat. I say somewhat near me. It's like fucking five hours away. Uh, Smoky Mountain <laughs> Knife Works. Um, uh, yeah. We go there like, maybe every other month or something like that. Um, yeah. Because we, we do other stuff in the, up in the area. But I, I have seen some of their knives there. And it's a really busy store, so I haven't got to handle any. Um, but that's the only store I've seen them in. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they get... Uh, I hope they get bigger. Yeah. Because people really need to know the origin of their company. And I think... Um, one of the things that would help is uh, more viewers like kind of accepting uh, concept as like you know they're coming up. They're well, it's one of those like oxymorons where they're like both an old and new company at the same time. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a it's an it's a new company because they're all refugees. It's but it's an old company because they're all refugees from um, Kaiser. So I mean. Yeah, it's it's just one of those cool things. I want to um, touch on something you said knows? there. Um, so where where you mentioned the like re like reviewers, um, yeah. I think and I, I used to make YouTube videos. I don't really anymore. I should, but um, it realistically, if you want your knife to be successful nowadays, a lot of knife people, um, not necessarily the like like I don't really watch knife YouTube reviews. Um, anymore just because I've kind of ascended past production knives. I'm now better than most people. <laughs> so, no, but it, it's when you're in that like that range, range there in that like two hundred, three, four hundred dollar range. 
reviewers are like your fucking lifeblood, especially if you're a small company like Concept. 100%. So yeah. 100%. I, I understand it financially. Like, it might not be super feasible to send them out to every fucking reviewer, especially when you're pumping out a ton of designs. But sending yeah. out one every now and then to a reviewer, you know, you're, you're going to get... You're gonna get yeah, a lot more marketing you're gonna get that some way. Kind of traction. Yeah, eventually you're you're bound to get some kind of traction, um, and I don't know. I I just think that's lovely. And who knows? Maybe we'll send an email and they'll be generous enough to to send us one of these to check out. That would be pretty sick. Um, even though we have a small, hopefully growing, uh, listener base. Yeah, we're looking good at the moment. Um, stat wise. Stat wise. Oh, we we have we made a whole two dollars today, Dad. Are you proud of me? We're successful now. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, we're gonna go on to a couple of couple of other things. Um, this is our last piece of like major news, I guess. Not really news, but just kind of one of the things I want to talk about. Um, if you guys haven't heard, there's this initiative called Bamba Forge. Um, have you heard of this, Jake? No, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Okay, so Bamba <laughs> Forge is a knife making project. That was started by, if I'm not wrong, it's either it was an initiative started by one of the one of the knife makers in Uganda. I I know how weird that sounds, but uh, one of the knife makers uh, reached out, and uh, other knife makers were able to to kind of chip in from all over the world, and they kind of just started making knives in Uganda. And Uganda being the uh, sorry the yeah, the location that it is, it's um, not very well off. It's kind of the unemployment and poverty rate is pretty above the line. So uh, it was started in 2013 by knife maker and Forge and Fire contestant Tim Troyer from Sugar Creek Forge. Um, he he went to, so he started Bamba Forge and it's basically where uh, he, there's a few knife makers who go down to the city uh in uganda like one of the cities and they'll teach them how to make knives with nothing but like charcoal a hammer and like a very basic rudimentary uh anvil and so okay just reading off some stats the unemployment rate in people above 30 years of age is a uh, is 63 percent uh through bamba forge troyer and his team recruit ugandans to show them how to make knives these fixed plates are then sold all over the world um there is no there's no like you're not gonna get Vanex or anything, but so they use like um, car springs. Uh, they hammer into thin stock and then they forge the knives with a with a what's it called with a forge a charcoal forge and they just kind of beat the shit out of it. Um, and it's really cool because you can buy their stuff. Um, it's That's a awesome. open funding project. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things I feel really strongly about because I feel like um, our hobby as is, not enough people are... A lot of people look out for themselves, but uh, I, it's always great to see people use... Um, people use, like, other methods to, to, you know, like, kind of make the world a bit better. Um, even other people, like Jake Hoback. Uh, Jake Hoback donated an entire belt sander to them oh, wow. and um that's yeah that's really fucking cool of him um first four years they use nothing but angle grinders files and sandpaper um and so there are eight to ten men at any one time using a single forge 
a lot of people want to join in and you know lower the unemployment rate. Uh, the best the best people in Bamba Forge will become trainers, and then they can handle more people, and hopefully they can expand along the way. It's an uh, it's an open funding project with a goal of obtaining more charcoal next year for uh, this knife shop. And I'm just gonna send you a photo of some of their work, and I'm just gonna say it looks it it's it's not like you're not gonna expect like loveless quality or anything. But you know, the fact that they're doing um, this though with such limited yeah, the fact that they can do this fucking crazy. Yeah, like look look at this. Wait, hold up. Uh, copy image. Like look at this. I actually really uh, really knives, really like that. Yeah, the knife sold out. Um, I think in less than a couple hours. Yeah, I well, was sitting here looking. I, I was like, how do I? But you can't really How do you buy donate one? to them. Or they do buy them in anything, drops. Or... Yeah, they do them in drops because they kind of have to, right? Uh, unless you want to donate or something. Um, I was. I don't know. I just think it's such a beautiful way that our our hobby kind of connects um, people together. You know, um, like look at look at this. Like three completely different knives made by three completely different people in the same forge. Um, and all of them wouldn't have met each other or been friends otherwise if they, you know, weren't given this chance. And I just think that's that's great. It's it's such a cool place. Um, and then there's just a photo of them drinking uh, or owner juice, which is a mango Gatorade, basically. <laughs> that's really cool. Oh, shit. They've made, like, um, swords. Oh, no, that's not a sword. Sorry. It looked like it from the thumbnail. That's still a really big knife. Yeah, they, they make some really cool really cool stuff um so now they're expanding a bit they're teaching welding carpentry blacksmithing um i'm a those are all really really super useful skills um they are and the thing is they wouldn't be able to learn them from anywhere else um apart from you know like like donations um, can go don't get me wrong if if you if you can donate if you can find somewhere to donate for them definitely do but the fact that these people like have gone over there to teach them a a skill that they can use the rest of their lives is is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, you know, you have like um, kids my age, so like I'm 19, um, and I'm teaching myself blacksmithing. I can't imagine what like what it would be if like you you were a 19 year old like Ugandan person, um who hasn't have who doesn't have like the materials that i have you know like um i didn't get a chance to have like a belt sander immediately but i can't imagine how hard it is to get steel and all those kinds of materials in uganda yeah the stuff that you kind and, of not, not necessarily take for granted but like here in the u.s um and it may be the same for you like it's super easy to get steel or scale materials yeah, it's relatively stuff. easy you know what i mean yeah like we we have that shit like even if you can't find it in your like locally you know you could always go to what's it called like you could go to uh you could go online and buy stuff from like i don't know the uk you could buy stuff from like yeah. um australia you could buy stuff from all over the world um and that's always been something that i'm thankful for because otherwise i wouldn't have the material i i have now but bamba forge is just such an interesting thing because these guys straight up just do nothing but they they have nothing but like you know hard work and you know friendship and just a couple guys banging on steel 
and yeah it's just something really super wholesome i thought um i'd talk about um and the team in charge looks good everything looks good so if you guys ever want to get on a bomba forge um knife i think they sell those on knife center sometimes oh uh knife ship free sorry yeah knife ship free and each one's only ninety five dollars it's uh it's it's a really good price for for support supporting a really really good uh cause so yeah if you guys feel like taking a look at this please do and knife ship free um they don't have anything listed at the moment but they do have a uh a form you can fill out to where when they do get more knives from Bomba Forge, you will get a notification. Um, so if you're wanting to do that, and they do mention um, literally all of that that money goes towards um, buying food and supplies for Bomba Forge. So yeah, and also keeping the initiative alive, and you know, like helping uh, with tooling costs and all yeah. that. And it says so they donate that's... the sales price, shipping, packaging, all that, all the money they have into the knife they donate all of that so there's they don't they don't just donate yeah. the profits it's literally all of it so you can it's it's basically the best excuse you can have to buy a knife and feel to good about knife. yourself yeah a hundred percent because you're 100%. seriously i was gonna people. i was gonna get in on uh one of the the finch knives um so it's a, a little bit of like a, a thinner profile yeah. like an edc because i i don't usually fuck with uh fixed blades ironic because i only make fixed blades but <laughs> um the fact that it's a like you know edcable uh knife that like was made in a forge by just a, a group of people and they're still and they're learning a valuable skill that they can market yeah um i just think that's super cool and hopefully like all these guys eventually become like masters of their craft and they they can, you know, open up their own workshops and stuff eventually one day in, in Uganda and knife making becomes a big thing there. Hopefully, one can only hope. It would be so. really, really awesome to see another, because it seems like customs are heavily, like, country-based for the most part. Um, yep. So it'd be, it'd be really cool to see some customs coming out of there. Yeah, this is, yeah, this would be really, really cool. Um, so shout out to everyone involved in the movement, and I hope you guys can take a look. Okay. Um, that's it for Bamba Forge, and we are an hour and fifteen minutes in. We haven't touched the main topic. We're going to but... kind of speed through this, but I still want to cover it fairly. You know, which one? The main topic. Oh, the main topic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Two more things to talk about. We'll start with the Sharp by Design Tempest production that Jake totally missed. Oh, out I forgot on. about that. Uh, I forgot about it again too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that happened over the weekend, if I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I was asleep. And I could not get in on the pre-order, but one of my friends, uh, Helva Tyler on the Helva, Helva, yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> but he was kind enough to, to send me a message at 8 a.m. Uh, Singapore time and just be like, yo, dog, are you up? And I was, I, obviously I wasn't awake. And so he, he just was like, I, I'll help you put down a pre-order. <laughs> um, super cool of him. Uh, so he just messaged me in the morning, and uh, uh, when I woke up eventually at, like, I don't know, fucking 1 p.m. or something, I was just like, I ate sick, uh, thanks, I really wanted that, like, in that exact config, so yeah. uh, appreciate it. Yeah, cool, cool guy. Um, so the Tempest production was done in, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, three different inlays, two different blade shapes. So the Thank three different right. inlays were regular carbon fiber, 
um, Blue Marvel from Carbon Plate and Gold Dust Car- uh, Marble from Carbon Plate as well. Which so which conflict did you get? Uh, blue. It's the right way to go. Motherfucker. Only the blue. Uh, okay, I'm. Only the blue Carbon I'm Plate looks good. Let's be publicly calling dibs on this. I didn't get one. I know I shouldn't get one, but I'm calling dibs in case you ever sell it. I just. Ah uh, yeah, okay, you got it. Because that, that um, blue Marvel son of a bitch. I have purple Marvel and it's gorgeous. Like you're gonna love it. You're gonna fucking love that blue. Yeah, it looks. I think out of everything, it looked the best. And so there are two blade shapes: um, standard drop point versus um, harpoon Bowie. And so obviously, I went with uh, harpoon Bowie. And also, the blade's gonna be hand rubbed instead of machine finished. So I'm interested to see how that comes out. Uh, it's three point five inches it's yeah and uh this is the mini tempest and hopefully apparently it's going to be a micro tempest later on if uh brian nado gets uh, what, what would that be like 3.25 inches uh just about three i think okay. just like the micro uh micro evo typhoon uh, just okay. about three uh knife should ship four to five months after the order is placed yeah and so yeah um that was the order that happened over the weekend. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. There's a s- very small chance that I'm not going to sell this one ever because my girlfriend really, really likes the, the blue. No, she doesn't. She hates and it. And she's... <laughs> she hates it so she much, it... she wants you to sell it at a huge discount. Like, almost free. At a huge discount. Almost free. <laughs> a whole $2. That's how much we're making on Patreon. Like, <laughs> she said it looks like a rhino, and she really likes the blade shape, so I don't know about My that. My wife also, like, um, if she finds a knife that looks like an animal, like, to, to her, she just gets really fucking attached to it. I have no idea why. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's it's a it's a girl thing, I guess. Like, when they see knives, they're, like, they can't visualize the harpoon, so they're just like, that looks like a rhino. I Like, it's a rhino <laughs> now, I guess. So, yeah, that was the production run that happened. Um, okay, and the last thing I want to talk about, because I'm a steel nerd, um, we have Magna Cut, which is the details that were released over the past three weeks when we weren't recording. Um, it was released by Laren Thomas, so we teased this in the last episode, but it's a new steel that he kind of came up with on his own, worked with Crucible, and... Um, Kind of made it accessible to the public, kinda, uh, but not actually. So it's a. He calls it the next breakthrough in knife steel. It's a stainless steel with the toughness of carbon steel. It's extremely, extremely uh, resistant to basically everything. It's very, very stable. So, like we said, it's uh, ABL on crack. Is the edge retention garbage or something? Because this just sounds a little too... No. The edge retention can match CPM4V. What the fuck? Okay, is it expensive? Uh, right now, uh, it's kind of expensive. It's not really much of a price thing. I'd say it's more of a accessibility thing. Um, right now, it's kind of limited. Uh, and it's... Fuck. Uh, it was $160 for one billet. I can't remember how long the billet was. I think it might have been like, I don't know, like a meter, a meter and a half. 
or some shit like that. But um, you could heat treat it to be really, really tough. You could uh, with like at sixty two HRC. You could heat treat it to be sixty four HRC, which is that's a little high for. Yeah, that's for maximum edge retention, and um, just to cut like whatever fine shit you need so, to cut. It has the microstructure of ABL. So when it comes to production companies using this, I'm guessing it's going to run around fifty-two to fifty-four HRC then. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, the only company I would trust to heat treat uh, MagnaCut, and hopefully, is going to be one of the first companies that's going to be able to pump this out Spooderco. is Spiderco with their yeah Spudico with their mule uh, mule team yeah. yeah hopefully and uh, he's working with Niagara Specialty Metals let me check the price right now uh, our good friend AW Bladeworks told us he was going to get some in for some kitchen knives Ooh. and uh, we're going to see how that pans out um, he's aiming for some like 10 thou or less well 8 thou kitchen knives um because he doesn't know how Magna Cut's going to work yet. And it's, apparently it's pretty simple to heat treat as well. And it's um, decently easy to manufacture. I, I'm not so. trying to like burst your bubble. This just sounds like way too good to be true. It does. Exactly. It does. But it's really from suspicious. what I know, from what I know, right, um, it's going to be what I'm going to buy it for. Hopefully I'm going to be able to buy it to begin with one of these days is to be able to just have good edge retention, very fine microstructure, and um, be able to heat treat it to a very high temperature, hopefully. Uh, and just to check what kind of stainless knife steel we got, what prices do we have? Give me one second. Uh, da, 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 da. Magna cut. Where is it at? Found it. CPM Magna cut. Due to the limited supply, we respectfully ask you to limit your purchase to a total of two pieces. Mm. Yeah, sick. But like, why can't I? Why can't I buy it? <laughs> All right, because they're out of store. Right? They're out of. They're out of stock. Rest in peace. Um. Yeah, but so this is gonna be made by Carpenter, so CPM, and then it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be available to all your people for all your things and hopefully none of the companies take it for granted so yeah it's a steel we're very interested in coming out to try but we're gonna wait a sec before we we do anything um also because it r requires a pretty high austenitizing temperature and a cold and a uh cryo after quench so yeah we're gonna have to wait a bit to see. So yeah, uh, Magna Cut's gonna be interesting. Someone's already made a a chef. Oh wait, that's Laren's dad. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just about to say someone made a really nice uh. Someone made a really nice kitchen knife, and I was like, "How do you get that much Magna Cut?" I was like, "Oh wait, that's Laren's dad." Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, it's Devin Thomas. Yeah, uh, stainless sand mine. Yeah, okay, sick. Thank you. Very very cool, Devin. Thank you. And then his brother as well, uh, Darren Thomas. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, these are some really interesting things. Um, if you guys want to take a look, read uh, the Knife Steel Nerds article, and you can take a look at the grain structure. It's extremely, extremely fine. Finer than CPM 154, S30V, 
and and 4v as well so that's very very interesting small grain means razor sharp basically um i just wish my kiln would be able to reach uh 2000 degrees fahrenheit <laughs> that's like the max temp but anyway <laughs> um yeah okay moving on how the fuck do you get well, hold up wait before we move on how the fuck do you get 64 hrc um austenitizing temperature for 10 minutes is 2150 jesus christ yeah good luck with that my god that's hot as fuck that's god damn i um uh, moving on <laughs> anyways that's that's pretty awful i'm not gonna lie that's a bit scary <laughs> um like anything above 2000 degrees fahrenheit scares me it's just it it's kind of terrifying um so you're gonna probably need like a special oven for that if you want to make full use out of it um but yeah magna cut interesting stuff hopefully someone gets their hands on it tells us how it works uh hopefully it's gonna be aw blade works so yeah um and now on to today's main topic jake take it away so today we're gonna talk about um i don't i don't want to go through them all um but we're talking about a few of the custom orders we've placed with makers um how it went you know how the process was like were they good or bad how was the communication and what were our impressions once we got the knife in hand um do you want to go ahead and talk about a couple of the the knives you've ordered because i know you've ordered several customs uh uh i guess we could take turns we could like we could do like a, a one for one like i'll say one and then you say one and i'll say one again okay um okay so right now i only have one pending order uh it's actually what i aim to be my first custom <laughs> funnily enough but unfortunately life kind of got in the way a lot of things happened along the way and um some communication errors etc etc but so I ordered a custom from Unkovsky. Uh I wanted it to be my graduation knife. So Matej and Anne Unkovsky uh, from the Czech Republic. They're really cool people, really nice to talk to. I think we've uh, talked about them on the show before. Yeah, extensively. But I have a pending order with them. And it's a australia themed knife because i finished up my uh foundation college in australia just as i got back and i was expecting them to finish it somewhat uh in 2020 and unfortunately got pushed back to august um this year either august or september uh it took them a bit longer to to get the design down because i was kind of vague i was just like uh, I'm graduating from Australia. If you could, if you could do something that has something to do with the outdoors and like animals and all that, that would be pretty cool. Cause like I love living in Australia, um, and so it took him quite a while to get back to me. Cause the design, design wise, like I wasn't giving much help, but uh, he knocked it out of the park. It looks really, really good with um, a bunch of like um, tribal tattoos and. Um, uh what's it called like kangaroos and fucking crocodiles and all that we have like 40 emails back to back it's uh really really cool he's a cool guy to talk to super easy ordering process uh you just shoot him an email and he'll 
he'll kind of get back to you. He or his wife will get back to you within like a day or two. So they're really, really nice. Um, as for the ordering process, it's uh, pretty easy. Just email them and tell them what you have in mind. Uh, if you gotta wait, you gotta wait, you know? It's just one of those things. Um, it's always nice to have a custom maker who's um, who's responsive to what you, to, responsive to what you say, and they're not like super anal about anything. Um, they're willing to change things uh, here and there. That's always one of the fun things about, um, I guess, being a maker and also making stuff. Uh, and Matej, uh, unfortunately, um, I, I just want to put this out there. Uh, unfortunately, they, he and his wife both got COVID after moving to a new place. Uh, they moved to a new part of the Czech Republic. Uh, they had a hard time moving in. Uh, their neighbors shouted racist slurs at them. The and then, yeah, and then uh, they they both got COVID somehow. And also, like, uh, and his wife is, like, not in a great place because she has uh, multiple sclerosis. So that's a neurodegenerative disorder that's um, basically it eats your nerves. Uh, it's just not a good time overall, but they're they're just the sweetest, like, most positive couple and um, knife maker. So uh, one of the first things I saw recently on Matej's Instagram was... Uh, it just says, fuck COVID. <laughs> it's just like, fuck the virus. And I was just like, hell yeah, dude. You you show him. And uh, yeah, but it seems to be like he's doing okay. He's been just getting loads of rest and, you know, um, hopefully he doesn't feel guilty. He doesn't deserve to feel guilty about like anything because, I mean, fuck, man. Yeah, like, stuff happens. COVID sucks. Yeah, shit happens. Like COVID fatigue, worth, worse breathing, weakness. And overall, hard to say it nicely, it sucks hard. Poor Matej. That was from his uh, Instagram. Uh, he apologizes to everyone who's waiting for a design or knife. Like, man, um, just rest, dude. Like, that was in 26 March, so... Dude, just just rest. I, I just hope he recovers soon, man. Um, but yeah, super nice guy. Super cool guy to talk to. Um, very talented graphic designer as well. So, yeah. That's uh, my story with uh, Matej. Ankovsky. Um, okay. What about you? Um, Let's go for another story. I guess we'll do the, the first custom that I got on the books for. Not necessarily the first one that I got in, but the first one I got on the books for. Um, so that that first custom, like that's like a big fucking thing for knife people. At least it was for me. Because um, you know that budget's about to fucking skyrocket. Yeah. So I heard... That there was this guy apprenticing under Jason Guthrie, um, Bradley Marais, I think. I'm not sure I pronounced his last oh name. Oh my god! But um, oh, if I'm mispronouncing god. your name, Brad, I'm sorry. But um, he was like, "Okay, guys, I'm gonna do 20, 20 book slots. Get in, get them." I think they were at a, a pretty substantial discount too. I think it was like five hundred bucks or some shit like that for the first twenty. Um, oh my lord! That filled up fast. I ended up getting number twenty-two, so I missed it. And he was like, do you still want a slot? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want a slot. Um, it ended up taking a while. Um, but he was awesome with communication. Um, his fit and finish was on point. Once I got it in hand, I, I fell in love with it. I was really, really considering selling it. Um, this is before they've they've blown up since now. They're worth a 
fuck ton of money now. Um, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. No, it's awesome. I ended up selling several knives that I had in that same like size range. Um, but he was, the communication was awesome. He worked with me a lot. They, there were some limitations on some stuff. Um, Jason Guthrie had just moved. He's now moved to somewhere in like Northern Europe. I can't remember exactly Norway. where. Norway. Norway. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, so, um, Brad couldn't use his, his machinery anymore, obviously. Um, so he was a bit limited, but he did have some stuff. So, like, for example, it had to be a frame lock instead of a liner, which I'm fine with. I prefer frame locks. Um, but it, it came out really, really well. Um, it was expensive as hell for me. Um, shipping from South Africa is not cheap, but, uh, I love it. I wouldn't change anything about that knife as far as I'm concerned. Um, I actually have some zirconium and blackened titanium hardware coming in for it, so I'll have like an alternate set. Um, loved that knife, though. That was an awesome, awesome first custom experience. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that, that came yeah. out really well. Wait, do you know Do you know what secondary is for uh, a vector right now? Like a plain tie vector? Plain tie? I have no idea. Most of the ones I've seen it's are like 1500 1.5K. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred. If if anyone's Wild. wondering for reference, uh, the plain titanium was the cheapest option. Um, mine I got anodized and purple marble um, carbon fiber scales. Uh, with shipping, mine came out to eight hundred dollars. I think it's worth eight hundred. I would go so far as to say it's probably worth nine hundred to a thousand, maybe. Don't fucking pay fifteen hundred dollars for a vector unless you just have money to burn. They're exceptional knives, but holy shit, the secondary on them is I nuts. um. I decided to shoot my shot, and so I sent him an email and was like, Hey, uh, Bradley, <laughs> Mr. Marais, you got some, like, nice knives. I've got, like, friends, a lot of friends talking about how they really enjoy them. Um, when are you opening your books, and is there any chance that I would be able to get on them if if they even exist? And he was like, uh, I'll put you on the mailing list. Oh, and, shit. And uh, he's just been kind of... Yeah, and I was just like, oh, fuck, it's going to be this again. It's not a fun time. That, I'm not going to lie, um, that really sucks. I kind of understand it, though. I don't know why the fuck they've gotten so hyped. Like, no one gave a shit, really. Like, there were the, the super because, knife nerds are really into it, but now everyone gives a fuck about them all of a sudden. I don't get it. Yeah, well, I guess it's also because, like, Jason Guthrie kind of popped off, like, um this kind of the same way right like when people start to realize yeah he's like, blown up over well, the past couple they're... years too <laughs> it's kind of nuts yeah i don't know it's just it's just a thing that happens i guess like um with hype makers you know you never know who it's gonna who it's gonna oh, yeah, hit. you can get a clue um yeah it's just gonna hit you hard and also because like uh, i'm not gonna like this uh bradley murray's or anything but like just you never know whether even if like they're like someone bigs apprentice you never know they're gonna be you know up this up to standard and i think in a lot of ways like he still has a lot of his own style to develop i will and, say uh, um, that's gonna be interesting it like out of all the custom knives i've ordered and i i probably had i don't know like three or four some shit like that um his has been by far <laughs> the best fit and finish um i actually handled uh frog's scout i think he had like an older scout um yeah vector beat it by a fucking mile which i'm sure you know oh, guthrie's man. come a really long way since then and obviously would train you know bradley up to uh 
up to whatever standards he held for himself currently. Yeah, for but, sure. Fuck, dude, for his, like his twenty second son of a bitch, that dude, that dude is crazy good work. Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's pretty wild. But yeah, you like, you never know even if he like even if someone apprenticed under a really prolific, really you know um, good maker, that doesn't necessarily mean their stuff's going to be any good. They could come out and just be absolute garbage. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think stylistically sure, he sure. is. You you can tell he's inspired by Guthrie, but I think um, I'm, I look forward to his next couple of models to see where he goes from here. Yeah, hopefully he, he kind of grows out of it and you know like kind of carves his own path. Yeah. Um, also, I want to point out something really funny. It's like if you go to his uh, Instagram, I'm pretty sure you can see like a big group of uh, of simps trying to get in on that, uh, trying to get in on like you know his uh, on his books. Just by saying like, "Wow, that's some beautiful. That's a beautiful knife. Like, when are your books opening? Haha, <laughs> J.K. Unless, uh, dude, he yeah. He's... Every time I fucking post a picture of this on my Instagram, I and I'm not blaming yeah, anybody. Yeah, like, 100%. I understand. Um, I wouldn't do it, but it's whatever. You're, I'm not getting rid of this knife. It's it's become like sentimental to me almost. Um, but yeah, I've I've had multiple people. I've gotten what really fucking hurt. <laughs> Um, so I, I ended up selling my, my Roosevelt a while back and that sucked ass. I missed that knife like crazy. Um, I actually had someone offer me yeah. a Roosevelt for the vector twice. Once was in, once was in on, on discord, um, which I'd already said at that point I wasn't going to do it, but the first person to ever do that was on Instagram. Like, Hey, you want a Roosevelt? And I was like, yes, I do. But, uh, there's no way you're getting my vector. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. I've got a couple more custom orders, I guess. Like, I've got two more, I guess, I could talk about. Like, uh, custom, custom. Um, the first would be... Okay, I've got a short story first. Um, so there's this guy in Indonesia. Uh, so for those of you guys who don't know, my girlfriend's from Indonesia. Um... And so there's this dude from Indonesia called SG Knives. Um, he he makes knives. Yeah, he makes folding knives. Ooh, whoopee. Like, he makes folding knives. Uh, and he he seems pretty... Like, his fit and finish looks all right. Um, I'm going to be honest. I originally followed him because I thought the SG in his name meant, like, Singapore. And I was, like, <laughs> hyped for a second. <laughs> and I was like... Holy shit. But, I mean, Indonesia's a close second because, like, you know, I have a proxy there, which is, you know, my lovely, lovely girlfriend who's in Indonesia. Uh, and I was wondering if I could get a discount <laughs> um, <laughs> if he shipped it to her and it shipped it to me instead. Um, so I messaged him and I asked for what's, like, a, I don't know, like a stainless steel boomerang Damascus uh, build with uh, carbon fiber. And he was like, 550 and oh, wow. I was like, yeah, that's a good price. Yeah, it's it's really not too bad. Um, oh, with a Mokutai lock side as well. So five fifty. It's it's what really like fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's payment after completion. So, um, I kind of left him on red for a bit because I wasn't super sure. And I think some of his stuff started coming up on knife swap. And uh, there's, like, a little bit of lockstick. So I think he's still trying to work that out. Um, he does have some cool different models, though. 
and um, yeah, it's just interesting to see. I I didn't actually order from him, but uh, he's a nice guy to talk to. Um, even better if you have a um, if you have a translator who can speak Indonesian, <laughs> such as my girlfriend. Um, and so and so okay. Um, on to my next story. Uh, this guy happens to be. I think they talk to each other once in a while. But this is an actual story of uh, not one but two custom knives that I ordered from the same guy, and that would be Assassin Knives, uh, otherwise known as Arson. He is a super super cool guy, a nice dude um, who is located in Armenia. I think that Jake also got in on his books, I and. Did, yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's a little bit like on and off. It's a little bit of like a love hate kind of thing. Yeah, I will because, tell you, man. Um, the, my favorite. So the knife was. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie at all. It's disappointing. Um, and there were a couple communication issues. Um, but overall, he was a really nice, dude. And the the materials that you can get for the money are fucking crazy. Hundred percent. I I agree totally. Like um, for for the price, you're not gonna find a much better competitor i think i, I got say. like i got a damascus blade with mokume bolsters and fat carbon mars valley scales for like four hundred dollars yeah that's fucking wild <laughs> such um bullshit. there's no fucking i don't like yeah, it's making money on this honestly um it's it's where he sources the materials i feel like that's where usually like because uh, he orders a lot of stuff in bulk, so it makes kind of more sense to to be able to, um, I guess make your money back in a certain way. Um, it's, I don't know, man. Like I got two of them. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, he's in our Discord as well. He's a super nice guy. Uh, he goes by Assassin Knives, and he there are issues with his knives once in a while. Uh, depending how lucky you are, sometimes his D10 is a bit too hard. Sometimes his D10 is like limp. Yeah, the one that sometimes, I had was like, the this... softest D10 I've ever felt. But the knife still did deploy. Like there were no deployment issues. Um, I think yeah. his biggest thing 100%. that he needs to work on, which, as you point out, you you actually enjoy this. Um, I don't know if it's something he actually wants to change or not, but his knives are thick as hell. Like, yeah, I don't know if you have okay. any type of measurement, yeah. but I'm guessing closer to an inch than half an inch. It's about the size of um, what do I have that I can compare that to? Uh, if you took two pens, stacked them on top of each other, that's about the size of like the width of the knife. Um, that's pretty damn thick for for something you're gonna put in your it's pocket. It's like two and a half bug uh, outs, I, maybe three bug outs. Yeah, two and a half bug outs. Yeah, like it's. It's not something I mind because I don't really wear like super tight jeans because I just don't want to do that here. It's way too warm. They are also pretty um, heavily contoured. At least the one the one I had was. Um, so they're not they're not yeah, blocky yeah, yeah. by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's something you're definitely gonna notice in your pocket. Um, and I personally I don't find that an issue. I think one of the biggest issues is like. Um, just the D10 ball and the lock stick occasionally, um, both of which you can fix yourself, but it's just kind of one of those things you don't expect to, to come out from a custom maker. But to be completely fair, like he is in Armenia and Armenia is having a tough time. And also this is why I kind of want to bring this up. 
um, it's not a great idea to expect perfection from a dude who's making knives in Armenia um, because of the whole, like, I don't know if you guys are well-read in geopolitics or whatever, but, like, um, there was, like, a huge conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan last year. And so if you guys probably put an order on, like, before that crisis became a thing, uh, it was really hard for him to get materials. It was really hard for him to get, like, new tooling stuff. And it was just, like, it was a pretty big shit show, like, on the pol- uh, political scene. And it's something I, I also feel really strongly about as, like, a geopolitics guy. So, yeah. Also, also you, uh, I mean, you get I just, what you pay for. Most customs are going to be double that, at least. For sure. Um, for, for what for he sure. does, I think I've they're heard... worth the money if you want to try one out. I've heard people say his workshop looks like a gulag, but I mean, have you seen how fucking Dude, tiny Armenia is? you can is? shit on his workshop all you fucking want. I've seen, like, he sent me videos of it. This motherfucker, though, he makes his own hardware. Like, he fucking Yeah, 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 I've seen screws. that. Like, when he sent me a video of that, I was like, yeah, holy yeah. shit. Like, this is nuts. Yeah. And he, and he like... He busts um, his ass to make it nice. Called? I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, and he, like, fixes the fucking pipes and shit to, like, uh, connect his grinder and all that, um, and he's just super nice. He's like a super wholesome. He dude. probably has the best communication. Um, Bradley Bradley Royce is really really good, but he was kind of swamped. Even despite having 100%. a bunch of orders, Assassin Knives was still he like if I had a question, he was very very quick to answer it. Yeah. Also, like he he just gives you his number. Like you immediately like literally slide into his. DMs yeah. Like I think I, like, I think I messaged him over like Telegram or something. Like he was. It's yeah, I messaged simple. him on Instagram, and he was immediately like, "All right, let's hop onto WhatsApp." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Right? <laughs> like, so like he had my actual phone number for a moment. And I was like, "What? Like, is this normal?" Um, yeah, you can you can trust him. Yeah, He's a good um, I think if you were looking for your first custom, you wanted to get kind of a taste of what's out there, and you had a limited budget, might be a good place to go. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, and also because you're you're helping some, you're helping a father and a and a husband who's uh, ex-military as well in uh, Armenia. Yeah, if, if you're not wanting uh, to support and, like a really shitty maker like the Medfords of the world or something, yeah, he he's he's genuinely a good person. You can also come and talk to him yeah. on the uh, on several of the Discord channels that we're part of. Um, he's fairly active. Yeah, if you want to know how to contact him, just check out his Instagram or. Uh, at assassin knives or you could also write into us and we'll invite you to the discord or whatever um and yeah super cool guy like his knives definitely have some issues but for the price you can definitely look past them like they're very easy to remedy i still carry most of mine like um on different occasions and stuff they're just really really cool and uh supposedly his work ethic is has gotten better somehow over the over time even though like when we both put in our orders i mean i had no issues um, with me it's pretty quick already, too yeah his work ethic was already like pretty fucking good but ever since the whole like armenia azerbaijan conflict like his work ethic has been like fucking soaring um so yeah that's interesting uh we'll do one more each jake yeah i got, I got one more and then i'm uh I'm done for the for the time being um yeah. so the other one that I'm going to talk about um, is the uh, Moorish made Daedalus. So very, very rarely um, you will find makers that aren't super popular. Um, and that doesn't mean their books aren't still closed. <laughs> like, uh, 
Oof. So I ended up seeing this guy, uh, Samuel Morris, and he has his knives have a very like kind of like worn looking aesthetic to them. Um, but I really liked them, and I particularly liked his model called the Daedalus, which is like it's like a drop point um, with a little spidey hole esque thing with a neutral grip area, which I really really like. Um, so overall, the knife was just really really pretty to me, and I you know asked about getting on his books, and it was a bit of a delay. The communication was a little spotty, um, which is understandable. His books weren't open, but once my order actually began taking place, th- this dude was fucking fast. And very communicative. Um, <laughs> like he got it done. Speed almost too soon. <laughs> I I almost oh, had God. to start selling stuff off to pay for it. Um, it was also right at Christmas, so um, I, the materials he re- he was hesitant to work with some of the materials that I wanted, but you know when you're it's it's because of the thinness of the overlays he does on the scales and to be fair they are stupid thin um but he was a bit hesitant to work with some of the materials that i was looking at particularly some of the micarta um yeah so his scales the overlay is less than two millimeters thick um if you're wondering but uh he had some micarta on hand that he was willing to work with and i wanted a little overlay um with some bolsters and stuff and what really got me on his knife um, is you can use, I think he does 154CM or 3V. I love 3V. So I was like, hell yeah. Um, chop so, a tree down. Yeah. Um, so he messaged me on December 12th to start gathering details for it. Um, six days later, he had everything done pretty much except for the blade grinded. Um, and then within nine days, the knife is finished. So nine days from when he's asking me about materials. Jesus Christ. To, to when it's done. So My December 12th Lord, is when he messaged dude. me about the materials. December 21st is when he's like, yeah, your knife's done. Um, that's a hell of a workout. <laughs> like I said, almost, I was like, shit. Um, it was, uh, it was not that expensive. It was 645, including shipping, um, which he's not a huge maker. So that's kind of understandable. Um, but something really cool, um, he, he messaged me after, you know, going through all all my specs with me and us, you know, working to, to find uh, a nice middle ground on the, on the knife materials and everything. And he was like, I want to try a micarta overlay on the pocket clip where the screws are. If like, are you into that? I've never done it before, but I'd love to try it on this. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Come on. And it's probably one of the coolest things on any knife that I, I have. Um, it's it sounds stupid that I'm getting so excited over something like that, but it was it was really 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 cool. Um, and it looks really, really nice. There's no obviously there's no um, like over full size overlay on the lock side because it's where your lock is. Um, but just that little bit of extra micarta on the clip looks awesome. Um, his fit and finish is really good. There was some lock stick, um, but a little bit of sharpie fixed that, and I've had no issues with it since. The knife deploys super super well. The action is nuts on it. Um, he was overall a really, really good guy to work with. Um, I don't think he's the most flexible person in the world, if that matters to you at all. I was kind of up for whatever just because I really wanted this model. But if you're really, really particular about your build, I don't think he's going to be the way to go. If you're open to trying some stuff, definitely, you know, see if you can get him and get in contact with him. He's also 
somewhat close to me. He's in Nashville, Tennessee, which is like a seven or eight hour drive. Sounds like a lot, but in the U.S. it's not really all that much. Um, he's also fairly young. He's 26, so it's he's he's still a, a very new maker, but he does some really, really cool stuff um, if you guys want to check him out. Um, one thing I will say to the, um, the finishing on his knives is not something I normally go for. Um, it's kind of like a dark, uh, it almost looks like he like etched, like acid etched it a little bit, but then kind of stonewashed it. I don't know. It, it came out really, really nice, but it's, it, it would make a really, really good, you know, work beater knife, which is, I don't, I don't beat on it, but I'm never scared to carry it, which is a, a good thing when you're, when you're buying customs, I still think you should use them. If you're looking for, you know, certain, certain things, like he does like Dana steel blades and things like that. But I think, um, fancier or really thin materials are kind of, kind of be out of the question. Um, if you are wondering, he, he was able to use micarta on my build, as I said. Um, but I had some paper micarta that he was worried it would be too thin and had some cross cut. He had had issues with in the past as well. Uh, but carbon fiber, you know, regular plain micarta. Um, he's done stuff in that. He's also done some work with wood. You may be able to get like a wood overlay on there, which would be really cool. And <laughs> I, I really like this Daedalus. It's one of the few smaller knives that I have that I can still get a grip on. Um, but he did make a Daedalus XL very shortly after I got this. So I was a little, little jealous about that. Um, may have to pick one of those up in the future. Um, but overall, he was he was a really really good guy to work with, um, really chill, and I haven't had any big issues with the knife at all. Um, I was a bit worried once the, I noticed the the lock stick, but it was it was pretty mild and it's gone away since. Um, but I would definitely recommend checking out his designs. I right, sick. I have no idea what just happened. That's okay. I didn't realize you were. <laughs> You're gone till the halfway through, and I was like, I'm gonna keep talking. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, so you uh, got one go more. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I've got one more. Don't fuck um, it up. I'm gonna talk about my Mitchell Clark gun stonk. Um, so, for those of you guys who don't know, I've talked about this a couple times on the show. Uh, there's this dude in South Africa called uh, Mitchell Clark, or just Clark Custom Knives, or Clark Handmade. Yeah, it's Handmade on his Instagram. Um, Clark Handmade. Yeah, knives. Clark Handmade. Yeah. Um, super cool guy. Very cool work ethic. He makes a lot of gun stocks, and they're very, very pretty. Yep. He's a really nice guy to talk to. He's very receptive. He's um, everything you kind of want in a, in a good maker. You He's know? everything you want. Like, He's everything um, you need. He is everything you want and everything you need. Um, and uh, he's very, I don't know, he's very receptive to even like really small things. Like I was like, hey, can you make the clip like a bit deeper carry and a bit slimmer? He was like, yeah, sure. That's that's and, actually, yeah. that sounds like insignificant, but the fact that he was even open to that at all says a lot because most makers really yeah, don't vary on some, their models at all. Yeah, some makers really don't care because um, b prior to this, I felt like he had uh, a dong clip, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, it just straight <laughs> up looks like a, f a white dong. 
like I I didn't like that too much so I was like hey could you make it like slightly thinner than your like already thinnest model and make it like a little bit deeper carry and he was like yeah sure no no issues um, and so you just kind of ask him once in a while like hey how's my order coming along and he'll be like yep it's coming along good like I've got uh, photos it's like almost ready you know uh, and he's just super cool guy just um, very chill and he's one of the best make well he's the most recent maker uh he's the most recent maker i've bought something from because i'm trying to stave away from so the evolution of my taste in knives went from production to semi-custom to just full custom and then not buying anything for a while that's where i'm at um, right now yeah basically <laughs> yeah we're, we're about it gets way place. too expensive then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we just kind of have to control ourselves and then we just kind of make stuff. Uh, I, I'm just making stuff along the way, um, doing what I can. And so, you know, it works. It works for what it is. And um, the gun stock came out really, really nice. He was super cool about sending it all the way to Singapore. Um, he, he really, really, like, wrapped the shit out of the, the box, which is fair. Uh, I really appreciate that. And it's always cool to have a custom-made knife from a cool guy like that. Uh, especially when you know, like, he um, he put in the, the time and the effort to help you source materials as well. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I want a specific kind of burl on it. And he was like, yeah, sure. Um, it's going to take a while, but, you know, um, we'll go with that. Yeah, I'm on his books yeah. at the moment. I'm, I need to... Uh get in touch with him actually um I shoot him be yeah because he said my my book slot was probably gonna begin coming up towards like april when we could start talking about materials um hey. so i'm going to actually go ahead and message him yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to my gun stock i got to handle uh frogs and it was fucking exceptional i i don't have enough front flippers uh, i need more of them and it was it was good he says and he says they're they're only going to get better with time as well because um, he's kind of just like, he's just gonna knock them out like back to back to back. Um, and so every single one is like gonna be slightly better than the previous one. That's what he told me at least. Um, he's making small improvements. And then he's looking at a 3.5 or 3.3 inch, I think, um, the mini. Um, so that's gonna be pretty interesting. So, and that's going to be, like, completely revamped. It's going to be, like, a version 2.0. And that's going to be really, really cool. I would be um, interested to see how he that. plans on... Like, it wasn't perfect, don't get me wrong. Um, But for such a new maker, it was pretty fucking good. Mine was damn near perfect. It's it's really good. Like, it holds up against my um, Trevor Burger LEXK. That's what I told him. Oh, yeah, he, he's, yeah, right, like, he's right up there with, like... I'm not trying to pick on Trevor, but like standard South African quality, definitely up there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They're like, they're not perfect, but they're really, really close to that. They're really good. I think my favorite thing he um, does is the materials yeah, he uses just to get nuts. Yeah, and the the little inlay he does as well. Yeah, I'm thinking and, about. Uh, I I don't need to do it because I'm not going to use damascus steel, but I was, I have some like teal paper in my card. I was going to get him to use for the scales. I was like, I should get a damn steel blade and a damn steel little like strip in the handle. Little damn steel, yeah, he could do that. 
Uh, fun fact, mine was the first... I get to flex on this, but mine was the first uh, wooden inlay he's ever done. Because he didn't think it was possible because he thought uh, contouring it would, uh, like, break the... The wood. Would, like, chip yeah. the wood. Yeah. Like, without the epoxy. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. Like, it's always cool to see makers, like, try new things and not be afraid to fuck up. Yeah, I mean... Um, or even if they do To be fair, up, too, like, it's... You know, I totally mean worst case scenario you get like a you know ideally he would cut the wood before he cut the uh because you got carbon fiber on the rest of yours right yeah, yeah ideally yeah, he yeah. would cut the wood before the carbon fiber like hey is this gonna work um yeah but it, it came out really really clean um I, i'm not a huge fan of carbon fiber but for some reason that that wood just really really helps it yeah it's just oof. it's it's such a good looking knife Actually, I might carry that today. <laughs> swap out the typhoons for it. Yeah, swap out the typhoon. Well, it's like my last day with the typhoon because oh, I gotta wrap right. everything yeah, yeah. up uh, by tonight. Yeah, so I don't know. I might just carry two knives because, like, you made me want to carry my gun stock today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hey, we hit the two-hour mark, Boom, fellas. It's been a while, that but brings we're there. us. Yeah, that brings us to the end of, and it's just two of us as well. So that's, that's fair yeah. enough. Um, that brings us to the wrap up of episode 35 of behind the edge podcast. Hope you guys had fun listening. And, uh, if you guys feel like donating to our, uh, poor boys podcast fund, um, feel free to donate at, uh, patreon.com backslash behind the edge podcast or, um, behind the edge podcast.com backslash donate. For a one-time donation, if you don't want to do the whole Patreon Behind thing. The podcast. Also, um, I wanna I wanna point out just before we end, I wanna point out the fact that um, the Behind the Edge podcast website is still kind of under renovation because uh, Echo Echo kind of life got in the way while he was like revamping it, and so right now it's just kind of in the it's kind of in like a a weird like purgatory state yeah we'll, but uh we'll see what we we'll, can we'll do try our to, best to, to get it back um we'll try and that's uh all we can do um so shout out to everyone who's listening and shout out to jim and uh Mercon for their suggestions on what to talk about and today. also if you want to um, email us um i would love to actually know if you guys have had any experience with customized or if you could like you know you know go balls to the wall with a with a build i would love to see who and how you would uh, go through to get that get that uh, built? You could email us at behindtheedgepod at gmail dot com. Behindtheedgepod at gmail dot com. That's it. It's a uh, it's where you guys can have a conversation with us, and we'll try our best to to reply and uh, try our best to have a conversation. Yep. And also, if you guys want to have a conversation, feel free to join our Discord by leaving a one-time donation at uh, the link that uh, Jake talked about just now. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Hope you guys had fun listening. Take care, guys. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.